Welcome to the first Thursday edition of the Wake Up Call for the month of November. Of course, the Wake Up Call is your early morning tonic that keeps you updated on all happenings in Colombia and indeed mid-Missouri. It's a production of KOPN 89.5 FM and I'm your host, Mazino Dixon. Of course, the world is gathered in Glasgow, Scotland for the 26th Conference of Parties, or should I say, COP26. The fight to end the menace of climate change has assumed a global dimension, with different parties interested. And so today we'll be looking at tackling the prevalence of toxic chemicals, or PFAs, in American waters. All that in a moment, but first, let's check the weather. Now, let's have a bit of news. The Boone County Commission will this Thursday vote on regulations for wind farms. The Colombian Missouri reports that there have been several changes to the original draft that was passed by the County Planning Zoning Commission in June. The newest draft includes changes in definitions, intent and purpose, visual impact assessment, visual impact and abandonment. The topic of wind farms in Boone County has been heavily debated. Multiple public hearings were held around the country to hear community members' thoughts. Well, that's just what's happening around Colombia and mid-Missouri. The wake-up call continues in a moment.
You are listening to KOPN 89.5 FM Columbia and this is the wake-up call. Toxic chemicals, better known as PFAs, are known to cause widespread contamination of drinking water sources. For residents of Missouri, PFAs have become a regular menace to safe water. Available data from the Environmental Working Group shows that contaminants like arsenic, nitrate, chloroform and atzerine were found at levels considered unsafe. For instance, in St. Louis, tests showed drinking water contained 0.4 micrograms of arsenic per liter of water, while water in Kansas City had 2.1 milligrams of nitrate per liter of water. These chemicals are very dangerous and could cause cancer as well as birth defects and eventual death. So, what is being done to eliminate PFAs from water? Michael Reagan is the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator. Recently, he announced a roadmap which would address the PFA menace once and for all across the country. Reagan said the roadmap is centered on three guiding strategies. Increase investments in research, leverage authorities to take action now to restrict PFAs chemicals from being released into the environment, and accelerate the cleanup of PFAs contamination. The strategy outlines how we'll be addressing PFAS chemicals in groups or categories, not on an individual basis, saving precious time and resources. The data and information we receive is what EPA needs to unlock our regulatory arsenal for many PFAS chemicals and to hold these polluters accountable for the harm that they've caused. I expect the first mandatory orders to be sent to industry within a matter of a couple of months, and I'm certain that among the very first PFAS we require testing on will be some that have polluted the environment. Second, EPA will establish national drinking water regulations for PFAS chemicals under the Safe Drinking Water Act. And we're also moving to designate certain PFAS as hazardous substances under EPA's Superfund law. For years, the Superfund program has successfully protected American communities by requiring polluters to pay to, pay to clean up the hazardous waste, hazardous waste and pollution that they themselves have released in our environment. This strategy will leverage EPA's existing authority to take bold action to restrict chemicals from entering the land, the air, the water, and land at all levels that are harmful to public health and the environment. In April 2021, Administrator Reagan established the EPA Council on PFAs to address the dangerous impact of PFAs contamination and meet the needs of EPA partners and communities across the United States. The agency will be engaging with a wide range of stakeholders to continue to identify collaborative solutions to the PFAs challenges. And with that, we end this edition of The Wake Up Call. Join us again tomorrow for another edition. I'm Mazino Dixon from the news team. Good morning.